As a powder coating entrepreneur and sole provider, where would you be if something suddenly happened to you? Would your family or employees be able to carry on? Could your business survive or would it just shudder? This next episode hits home personally as we were suddenly thrust into uncertainty, overwhelm, and then burnout in 2022. If you're like us, we can't catch a break, plan the next move, or even make time for ourselves and family. Now, only eight weeks into the new year and we haven't begun to set goals, let alone implement. One thing about today's topic that's true, you cannot outsource your head, heart, health, or soul. Joining me are two very special guests, Ben and Jerry. No, not Vermont's finest. These guys are Australia's finest. They're serving up a fresh perspective better than ice cream. Benny Hassam from SS Powder Coating Queensland has 18 years experience in the biz and the finest finishes south of the equator. If you don't follow his Instagram, you should. Their work is impeccable and will inspire you. Jared McCarthy, a rapid results coach, will get you unstuck and goal setting with better clarity, starting with three truisms about yourself. His practical approach can help the busiest people get started in just a few minutes a day. Today's show is a different format as Benny and I actually go through the steps to goal setting. Who's going to be your accountability partner? We present this episode without commercial interruption because the lessons and concepts covered within are so important to grasp. Get ready to level up your powder coater game. Um, let's get into this, Jerry, because, you know, like I said, I'm facing burnout. It's the beginning of the year. I hate to whine and complain, but I'm just not ready. Uh, I usually am like way more ahead and way more organized for my goals this year, but it just seemed like I just stumbled into 2023 and I have no direction. So tell me, how do you help other business owners um, figure their shit out. <laughs> <laughs> look, look uh, Kim, that's an awesome question. And that's, uh, you know, I'm often asked, like, what, what do I do? As, as we all are, what do you do? And the simple answer is I run a business called Brilliant You, Proprietary Limited. And Brilliant You is, let me, let me just say, look, the problem is there are business owners out there whose businesses were, were meant to be exciting, fulfilling, rewarding. And the problem is, and also giving them the keys to financial independence, happiness, and freedom. That's yeah, not I happening. Think, I know. And, and I think one of the things, the points that you make is heart, head, health, and spirit. Because I just feel so tired physically. I'm not... Um, I feel lost in my way a little bit. I have goals. I have some big goals that I'm trying to do. I can see the finish line on them, but sometimes that middle part gets a bit overwhelming and foggy or unclear. Like, I don't know. Um, so I, I guess I'm just personally looking for more balance in my life. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Benny? Are you struggling with any of that? Almost the first few days back. Definitely. I only really do. Yeah. Well, normally first week to get back takes a bit to get back into, but uh, on the weekend we went to a car show. It sort of just like re-inspired myself a bit. So I was glad that that happened, but definitely feeling the burnout from last year and the first few days of this year. It took a bit to get mentally there. Got a bit rusty. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, we just kind of here at our shop, we, um, you know, it's it's kind of a pressure pot towards the end of the year. We really it's the last bit of the quarter 
that we really pump here. And that's what kind of adds to that raggediness at the end, I guess, you know, we're just so tired. Everybody needs it before Christmas. Right. Exactly. You know, um, so walk so, us, walk us through Jerry, how we can move forward or tell us how you inspire us. You know, I know you have something here. We're doing like, what am I, you know, who am I, what do you want and how do I get there? Yeah, so look, I guess if we look at it, when I get into trouble myself, like the way the way you're talking, Kim, is what I learned was that why I was burnt out is basically because I was ignoring the four anchors of of myself, which is what's going on in my head, what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my health, and what's going on in my soul. And if I have abandoned one of them, and sometimes all of them, then I start to struggle. I start to, uh, I, I become a human doing and I'm no longer a human being. And that's, so then somewhere we need to wind back and go, okay, well, well, who am I in all of this? And it's to start to kind of, so the problem with a lot of business owners is this, and having been a business owner myself for a long time, is that we the business we think the business is us in some way we forget we're a human being and the business kind of we're all about the business so like if you're a powder coater it's all about um, like your self worth is tied into how good the rims look how good the um, uh, your last job was and if you stuff the last job you feel stuffed and you actually start taking it out on yourself. Like you start criticizing yourself, you start having a go at yourself and your clients do like, and you, but you kind of do it yourself. Your clients don't have to do it. You're already beating yourself up. So what happens is that you get too identified with your business. And unless you step back and separate from that, it's going, you're just heading for burnout. And I'm there. I'm already yeah. burnt out. And you you hit every nail on the head for me because um, I have we have created this story, this brand um, for Maui Powderworks, and we're extending the brand through some of the other stuff that we do here, like the podcast and like everything. And it's just seems like everything is just always about powder coating in our life. And that's not a bad thing, but I think that our na the nature of our business, of our industry, especially as custom coders, is that, yeah, you're only as good as your last job. I mean, I know that Ross and I have said that for years. And we learned that from someone else who we admired um, early on in our careers. Uh, and it seemed to have carried over, but you can get kind of burned out that way, you know. Um, and it, it's been a struggle for us. I know... Benny, your business is quite a bit older than our business, right? Your dad kind of started the business, right? Me and dad. Um, 2006, we started it. So, you know, you've had, you, you've, you've had some family involved, and so you're not sharing the entire burden yourself. You know, you have, you know, right? It's my, my brother, dad, and myself. It's just us three here doing it. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, you add in the family dynamic there. Sometimes, you know, you get headbutting or whatever, and it just can oh. lead to a lot of. <laughs> we get on really good, but. Yeah. But yeah, it comes to the territory. We used to live together, so I'm, me and my brother. Oh, <laughs> Working wow. together and live together is not the best. <laughs> yeah. You know, and. I, you know, I think I kind of got sort of reflective over the Christmas holiday because, you know, you're seeing these other custom coders that are friends of ours on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and they're sharing family photos of, you know, their wife and kids and doing, you know, in front of Santa or the Christmas tree or whatever. And you're like, I'm working so hard and it's just me and Ross. We don't have kids. Our kids are grown. I don't know how you guys do it with the family and the demands from work 
the demands for kids and, and creating a wholesome life. I mean, it's a great living. So, you know, as a powder coater, you're, you make good money, but, um, you know, it's not always just about that. It's a really grueling industry. And I just admired a lot of the posts that I was seeing because I was thinking these guys are so humble. They have to be so agile at work. And, and then on top of that, they have to come home and be a husband, a wife, um, and a, and a father to young kids and stuff. And it just inspires me, but also like, oh my God, I don't know how they do it all. Right. Yeah. If you have a bad day, you got to sort of learn not to take that home. It's tough sometimes, but that's yeah. a big lesson I've learned last year. Some days you just don't take it out, don't take it home, and don't take it out on anyone. Right. Leave it at the shed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's get on. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Jerry. Um, well, I'm just going to say that Ben, that's a great, a great. Um, uh, life lesson is to be able to leave it uh, as you said at the shed i think is the word you use and and uh, yep. that that's uh that's often very challenging for people to do that and particularly if if they like the problem when you're in business and you're dealing with staff and you're dealing with customers and you're you're constantly uh, kind of monitoring what you say <laughs> and you know a customer could 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 be maybe say some harsh words to you and not even intentionally but maybe you take them that way and you have an interaction with with a staff member and you're you're kind of monitoring what you say and you're monitoring your feelings and you're judging your feelings and quite often what we do is we will take that home and our partner gets to see that the leftovers is what we call it the worst of us, because it's only at home where we kind of let our hair down and, and let out those those frustrations. But but I guess that's part of knowing who I am and knowing the story of yourself is actually understanding that that actually happens and finding a way to deal with, like it's called self-care, really. And what do I need to do here from time to time? Do I need to go and... Uh, have a chat with somebody? Do I need to go and have a massage? Do I need to um, just get in the car and have a few screens just to burn the energy through so yeah. that when you do go home, that you have actually left it there? Because your kids, if you've got kids, your kids don't want to don't want that part of you. And it's a very, uh, for, as business owners, because it's 24 seven. You can't just turn the business off. It's 24 seven, but you need to be able to find a way of, of when you open that front door, that you're, you're a husband, a wife, you're, you're a brother, you're, what was that? Be present. Exactly. Being present. Totally. Being Absolutely. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit more about the philosophy behind what you're doing um, and how to get into that frame of mind. I have some notes here, but yeah, okay. So I guess as as we're you know the start of of 2023, it's kind of a good time to start to put things in perspective. And when you're under the pump or burnt out, we we often. Uh, only value things when they're taken away from us. And that could be, um, you know, it could be our health. It could be a partner. It could be the, a pet. It could be even the weather. I mean, um, so, but the one thing I'm, I'm going to look at today is our health. We kind of are out there in business. We're, uh, you know, part of quarters. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard work, physically hard work. And quite often we can be a bit, brutal on our on on your bodies and um and we don't we just take our health for granted but if your health was taken away from you like how would your perspective change and so and what i mean by that is that um you'd be begging to get it back if you were in the hospital oh, today we're already there we're already there because ross broke his hand Right. Um, in the motorcycle accident. So, like, 
we were back like in May, that's what was we were going through. And now he'll never be the same um, and stuff like that. It's just uh, maybe that's what's led to a lot of the burnout, too. You know, it's just, uh, you know, we weren't expecting it. And um, but I'm also seeing a, like it seems like a lot of the people that I know in powder coating, a lot of them are going through um, a lot of medical stuff, too, you know cancer. Uh, um, I can name off so many guys that have had operations this last year. They've had, I mean, and yet they've managed to keep going, you know, which is just an inspiration in and of itself, you know, and my heart goes out to them because we were basically in a similar situation, you know? Yeah. And that's, I mean, it is very inspiring to watch people kind of go through all sorts of things and then they just get on with it. Um, yeah. But I guess the big lesson for people to, to bear in mind, and particularly when you're starting the year and you want to set up goals, is that the first thing to remember is you cannot outsource your health. Maybe a whole lot of jobs you can outsource, but the one thing you can't outsource is your health and your well-being. And it's really important to actually to, to understand that and respect yeah. that. So. In, in terms of, and that that's, again, it comes back to the four anchors. It's your it's your head, it's your heart, it's your soul, it's your health. There are things you cannot outsource to somebody else. That's so a good point. When you, when you start with that before you set up any goals, it kind of helps to keep things in perspective. And also knowing that, and, you know, Kim, you, you're already kind of there in some ways, but I guess for others that are listening in, it's to keep these uh, true, what I call truisms in mind that you are going to have days that, that are, um, you know, going to be crappy for the want of a better word. And it's, it, it's, and so if you get these three points I'm going to make, because you, not only you can have days like you, you could have weeks like it, you could have months like it, you could have quarters like it. And I will say this. If you're having a quarter like it and beyond, you actually need to get help. You need, like you cannot let that run yeah. on and on because there are going to be other consequences. Um, you know, that's how pe that's kind of how people end up getting depressed. I guess is if right. they don't intervene and and um, chop that off. But even for for any one of us, there are going to be days, there are going to be weeks, and possibly months where it's just. I keep going, what the heck is going on in my life? And so the first truism to, to actually remember when you're in that place is, um, is this too shall pass. And it's your response to this that will define you. Like, in other words, it's your decisions, not your conditions, that will create your mindset, your attitude, and your self-worth. And let's be able to remember that it's your decisions in those moments. So it's not the conditions, it's actually your decisions that will determine that. So that's the first truism, is this too shall pass. And the second one is that it's our greatest growth comes from our darkest times. Greatest, so greatest, our greatest growth, our greatest expansion, <coughs> our greatest growth comes from our darkest times. Our greatest learnings come from our, our most difficult times. I totally feel that one um, because it, it's like I said, uh, there are parts of 2020 and the beginning of this year that seem so much like 20, you know, during the pandemic for us. I mean, it, it seems like I'm kind of reliving that a little bit. And every morning, I mean, I agree with this statement 100% because every morning I wake up and I'm like, diamonds, 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 diamonds. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the pressure, you know, in order to make diamonds, you need a lot of pressure, right? <laughs> and so I feel like whatever I'm going through, as difficult as it is, you know, I that there's going to be good stuff coming of it. And I mean, I see good stuff happening. It's not that I don't see anything good happening. I see lots of good things happening with our brand and our business and stuff. Yeah, today is a bad day for Maui Powderworks. 
our dust collector is down. We cannot sandblast, which means it's really hanging us up. And we do not know how we're desperately, the guys in the, there right now are desperately trying to get it going again and, and make it work uh, with parts and pieces and stuff. So, I mean, we're, we are struggling, but we know at some point it's going to pass, you know. How about you, Benny? Do you, do you, have you had any, uh, any recent stuff? Oh, it was a job last year, a little one that customer wasn't too happy about. They just, I don't know. I took it a little bit personally myself when I shouldn't have, but yeah. When you look, he's got a, oh, I don't know how to explain it. It was a bit of a miscommunication for everyone, but it's all, it all got fixed in the end and everything's all better. So it's not the end of the world. When a job goes wrong, you can just strip it and redo a day. I see this with, with, with certain clients, like that it's only when they're on their knees that they then will actually change. Because what actually happens is that they, they've, they've given up they know that the, what they're doing, the way they're doing it, is just hitting a brick wall. And you can only do that so many times, and then and it really hurts. And then you go, okay, I'm giving up, or I'm surrendering. And, I, and, and it's not a bad thing. It's, okay, hey, okay, I'm gonna, now going to listen to somebody else. Somebody else can maybe give me some input here. And it's kind of like, so it's, it's like asking for help. And that actually unlocks the most amazing opportunities for people. And that's the, the um, like there's a vulnerability in it. And when you put your hand up for help, there's, but that's actually a superpower. And then not enough business owners put their hand up and go, I need help. And it's not that they don't have the skills. The, the skills are not the problem. It's a mindset is the problem in most cases. And that's the first thing. They can easily add the skills. But it's the denial of well, I've got to look good. Like I'm, I'm supposed to be this person that that that's got it all together. And by putting your hand up and going, "Hey, I need help in this area," um, that's actually a superpower. Um, and then that takes us on to, I guess, the the third truism, and which I kind of mentioned earlier, actually, is that your self worth um, is should not be tied to your the last set of rims you did, it should not be tied to your business card. It should not be tied to your website. Your self-worth is, is, um, is not negotiable. And the problem okay. with it is that they, like nobody should be allowed to screw with it in any way. And that includes yourself. Because quite often, we're the worst person at this. Like the client may say something, but you go away and think about it. Like the client said something that was five seconds or 10 seconds of conversation. Then you take it away and you spend 24 hours, 48 hours playing the same conversation over and over in your head. And you're actually attacking yourself and your self-worth. Mm -hmm. So when you keep those, I call, I, I call it your PDS, your own personal product disclosure statement is remember, um, this too shall pass. Um, uh, and the 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 um, your darkest moment your darkest moment is where your greatest growth will come from, and your self worth is not up for negotiation. And if you find that you're actually having a go at yourself, and you can't actually cut it, like you can't actually, you need a circuit breaker. I guess as you move forward and you start to think about the 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 upcoming year it's good to kind of look at the year gone by and ask the question well what was the highlight of your year so you know your audience can write these things down and then just reflect on what was the highlight of your year uh what did you learn about yourself that surprised you um what was the mo what was the most challenging part of your year and what lessons did you learn that you can take into um, 2023 as the year starts to unfold and these things the, the big thing with this is it starts to get your mind working about hey what's good for me what's bad for me um, 
So what is one thing you won't do uh, this year that you did last year? And that's always a really good question. And what is one thing that you can continue doing? Like what was one thing that actually really, you go, wow, that actually uh, helped me in, in many ways. It helped me in business. Um, what is that one thing you will continue to do? Uh, and it may be actually going to the gym. It might be actually getting up earlier. It, it could be something the way you approached your job, how you set out a job, for example. Um, and what ways are you stronger than last year? Because even when we're feeling, uh, when we're, and this is a good question to ask, even when you're feeling under the pump, because there is always something that that you you are stronger in, and it's good to not just kind of you know throw the baby out with the bath the bath water as they say when you're actually kind of saying oh things aren't working and using things like everything isn't working. Well, no, it's not everything. It's some things aren't working, and how can I address them? Then the other thing to ask yourself is what are you most proud of from last year? And for example, Kim, what was really clear to me when you're talking about the job that you're working on at the moment is I'm just guessing that every job that went out last year was up to spec where you wanted it to be. And that's why this year, it's the fact that it's even under question is pissing you off because that's what you're proud It may be something else you're proud of, by the way, but I'm already guessing that the quality of your work that um, you guys send out is top notch and that's something to celebrate. And quite often we forget to celebrate those things. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it, that gives us energy. It gives you energy. Um, the other question yeah. then, the last question I have then is, what is one thing you can outsource this year? And, I mean, businesses, and, and I'm not sure about your audience, how big and small they are, but I'm, I'm guessing there are a lot of smaller businesses um, and particularly for business owners as well, no matter how big or small the company is, it's quite often the biggest thing I hear and I relate to it myself is like I'm doing everything. And there's got to be things there that you can outsource. And I'm just saying, what's one thing that you can outsource this year and go and do it? Just start with one. So, okay, you've, uh, Jerry, okay. you've outlined some... Um, questions for us. So now uh, Benny and I are going to kind of go ramble down the line here. It might take right. us a little bit because I haven't prepared and these are all surprise questions to Benny too. So um, Benny, do you want to start with what was the highlight of last year for you? Sorry for hmm. the background noise. That's okay. So look, when you're answering this question, by the way, it doesn't, you don't have to get the answer right because you may change your mind after you answer it and you go, oh, actually, no, it was a different thing. So whatever comes to mind, and that was kind of a highlight. Um, so it's not definitive and it's it's just to, to kind of get your conversation going with yourself yep. in a way. Then. I'm trying to, probably just a continuation of what we were, like the growth of the business really. Like, yeah, it's been a big few years. Even with COVID, it made us even busier. Yeah. So we are. So, just a continuation of that. Yeah, a, and a reduction of errors. Sorry. Yeah, for me, I think it was. Um, sorry, I got some background noise because they're working on that dust collector um, uh, motor. But um, I think for us, you know, um, kind of getting a little bit more launched. Um, on the patina powder coating because we have onboarded a couple more guys and that's coming along. It's going a lot slower than I thought it would, um, but it's it's a lot to take in and it's not easy to start a business within an existing business. So that's um, that was the highlight, I think, for us as a business. I mean, of course, we have the podcast and other things, but like I'm just speaking with my Maui Powderworks hat on. Sure. So let's, okay, so let's go to the next one, which is what was most challenging for you last year? All right. Well, probably just we were very busy for the whole year, just keeping the intensity up all the time, just working and produce, and to produce like quality work all the time. Yeah. Like 
you get things that go wrong every now and then, especially with prismatic powder stuff we use sometimes. It gets a bit tricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's an yeah. art work to learn it. It's an art it to is. learn, but, yeah. And what just, like, keeping up, doing something like the social media and stuff like that, I really checked out a little bit. I, personally, I've been thinking lately, like, I didn't do as much as I probably should have and could have in the last six months. Like, I let it slip a little bit. So that's one of my goals anyway, which we can talk yeah. about later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for us, uh, it was the accident because it kind of sent us into a different mindset, you know, more pressure-oriented mindset, more intensity. Um, we had to think on our feet. And um, that wasn't easy because we didn't, you know, we didn't necessarily have any contingencies in place, right? So there were a couple of really intense weeks after Ross got out of the hospital that, you know, like, how are we going to do this? Because we were literally facing the heaviest, biggest job we'd ever done <laughs> the week that he got out of the hospital. And so we you know, we had been working on, you know, working on hiring someone before the accident, but this really kind of put the pressure, the pedal to the metal kind of thing, you know, where, okay, we definitely need to bring someone in to assist. Physically, it's not just a mental game at that point, right? It was just like a physical, like, reason why he couldn't do the work, right? So, so that was the most challenging for sure. And then, all, of course, catching up all the backlog that became of it, right? Um, okay, so let's go to the next one. The next one is what's one thing we won't do this year? They probably fish, fix won't. that. Yeah, won't do. <laughs> one thing I won't, won't do this year, yeah. I won't, oh, I won't do every job that comes in. Because sometimes we get some tough ones. And just, you're like, we'll just do it because we're really the only ones that can do it. And then it's just a nightmare sometimes. And you're more stressed on yourself. Like one of the hardest intricate stuff, you know, you're like, oh, more, more drama than worth. Yeah. yeah. Ross calls yeah. those Knowing the boundaries. <laughs> boundaries of what you do, I suppose. Boundaries, yes. That's awesome. a good one. Being able to say no. Yeah, that's right. You so know. I won't I, say yes. That's my won't do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like it. Love it. That's great. Um, this one's hard for me because uh, I'm always the yes girl and Ross is always the no guy. So somehow we find <laughs> a middle guy, you know, a middle road. Um. I guess I'll try not to argue with my husband. <laughs> I'll try. That one's kind of broad. It's a very broad topic there. But um, I guess take pause. I guess I want to take pause more. So it's easier for me to talk more in the positive than the negative. It's really weird. I'm having a hard time answering that one. Uh, maybe I won't rush to judgment or I'll be like I did with the guy that owed us all this money after the, you know, the furniture job, right? Where his credit card declined, you know, maybe I won't go into that panic mode. I don't want to for sure. I won't. So maybe I, I won't do that. That's a good one. Cool. Okay. So the next one is what's the one thing we will continue to do into the next year? Continue to put out the best work that's possible. That's probably really, that's the only thing you can try and do, I suppose. Yeah, keep do your, your high standard. Things go wrong, but everyone makes mistakes, but you, as long as you try your hardest. Yeah, just keeping that high standard as to the yeah. best of your ability. Yeah, that's yeah. all you can do, yeah. Um, I think the one thing that we will continue to do uh, is team build. We really want to build a team this year. Um, 
we've got my daughter in here on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'm going to finish training her soon so that I can start working more towards the uh, launch of the, you know, our new business. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, and then of course we hired a guy here in the shop to help Ross and stuff like that. So team building. Good, great, terrific. Okay, next one is um, what's what ways are we stronger than ever before? Well, every year you just get stronger than God and Ages experience, I suppose. I, we've all worked together long enough together to know, you know like how we're all family. We know how we all work. We know what pushes each other's buttons. I know. We just get stronger every year together, mate. Yeah, because you're working together and yeah, yeah. I mean, good getting more in more in yep. Yeah, I got nearly yeah, been, nearly twenty years with my dad. I've worked. I've probably eighteen years together. Wow. Like we don't even have wow. to. We don't really talk sometimes, and you just know what they want. You just that in sync in the workshop. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. In the flow. In the flow. Yeah, that's absolutely right. awesome. Um, what ways are we stronger than ever before? Um, I think learning to kind of overcome like shit, <laughs> I don't know, stuff, <laughs> unexpected shit. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a loss for words, but yeah, I mean, you know, just to go through kind of a personal trap, you know, a personal, um, thing that what happened to him you know um you know he's the only guy that we had to you know because we have such a small shop we're much smaller than benny's company and it's just me and him so you know we if 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 no one's here nothing gets done no money gets made right so i think it was just like what we learned and the way we got stronger is because we went through that um, tragedy and we're, we're overcoming it. Right. And so now we've realized, okay, we do need a team. We can't do this alone. And we're too busy to be the only people on staff, you know? Yeah. Okay. What, what are you most proud of Benny? Oh, probably, like, I reckon it was the last five years, our growth in the last five years. And I also survived, like, since when we come in, like, when was the financial crisis? 2008? Like, we're yep. a pretty new business. We've seen a lot of customers go down with that. I reckon probably getting through, like, COVID and times like that, they're coming back stronger. Like, obviously, every business over long term goes like that, but. Yeah. We stuck at it, and we're still going. But yeah, really, just longevity, I suppose. Looking back now, and refreshing, like we've sort of refreshed ourselves in the last five years by doing more custom stuff. Yeah, like I know that's what you, that's what you talked about on the show, the international like show. If you do like just doing like oh, like cool fencing and stuff like that every day gets a bit monotonous and then you start getting bored. So we just sort of reinvented ourselves and just had a go. Like we went all into the custom, you know? Yeah. So yeah. A bit of awesome. bravery there, I suppose. Yeah. What are Absolutely. we most, what are we most proud of? I think the most is just happened in the last 30 days. And that was um, really kind of setting up all the equipment you know, we're down the dust collector today, but um, we made a lot of changes in the last 30 days where we finally installed the compressor we bought five years ago. That was going to take us, you know, we got the permitting done on the electrical and stuff. And so we're kind of really feeling like we're it, like we're a real powder coating shop now. <laughs> I don't I know it's a small there is no image for a custom coating shop, right? I mean, they come in all shapes and sizes, but um, I guess for us, I always felt like I wanted the, I wanted the 
shoe to fit the foot. <laughs> and we hadn't, I hadn't really done that because when we moved into this space, it was 2020 and we just hurriedly threw it together just to get up and running. Um, but we knew that later on we were going to have to do some other kind of improvements or, you know, put other things in place to make it more efficient and stuff like that. And I think that we really made a huge push on that at the very end of this year. So it's, it happened late, but it happened, you know, <laughs> it should have happened a lot sooner, but it takes time for come for your company to make big improvements sometimes because you have to weigh out job production, you know, and to stop it and start it while you're trying to install new equipment or, you know, it can get kind of complicated and you want to keep things going. Um, so we kind of tried to wait for it to happen. I guess, you know, having the extra help here certainly made things happen a little faster too, because Ross could task him to do something else while he was working on electrical or, you know, moving this or moving that, whatever. So, yeah. Okay. Next one is what, and this is the last one. What is the one thing we can outsource this year? Social media. Uh, <laughs> we we outsource our sand blasting already. And we did buy a polisher for another story. <laughs> but it doesn't work. So probably polishing. I was about to say social media before, but. I love doing it too much. Yeah. <laughs> You're good at taking pictures for yeah. sure. I'm just, just getting a new camera next week, so even better. Yeah, you'll get inspired. Yeah. Um, I know. It, it, it's funny you say outsources, you know, bringing it up because every time I want to outsource social media, I realize that no one can do it better than me. Yeah, <laughs> you that's know? right. Because it's such a niche business. It's not like you, it's different from like a restaurant or a clothing store or uh, real estate or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a very unique business, a very niche business. And um, I, I, when I've seen other people do it, I haven't seen them do it very well yet. Yeah. Um, other than maybe an ad or something like that, but that's not what I consider social media, yeah. you know. Um, but for for us, I think outsourcing this year is consulting is definitely um, we're going to be getting into. Uh, in fact, I've already partnered with someone to help us um, uh, as a consultant. Mm. Um, so how do we set, now that we've gone through all these questions, how yeah. do we set the goals up? Okay. So that, and, and, and the, the importance of the problem with goals or one of the issues with goals is that people can put their, their seem as expectations. And then when you go into expectations, that's just adding more stress onto your life. And so having that perspective and the truisms on hand, um, can Put it in perspective, let's, as to say. So I guess the fastest way to grow your life and business is really to pay attention to your head, your heart, your health, and your soul. And that will improve your, your whole life fitness is what I call. So what I'm going to say is um, you pick one goal uh, for you, and this is for the audience in general. And because this is a business you know, it's a part of coaching uh, conversation we're having. So it would be a business goal, but you can do this in any area of your life. There's two thing you, things you need to do this. And the first one is, uh, is to have a 90-day plan. So I'm going to achieve this goal or part thereof or in 90 days. And the second thing is to have a journal. It's really important that you have a journal. And with the 90-day goal or the 90-day plan, that's uh, what I call the, the, the public you. So it might be the part of you that's willing to share this with, with um, uh, maybe a business partner. And this is not necessarily something 
I'm just being mindful of sharing it with with your husband or wife um, because sometimes that can actually get in the way. So it might be somebody in another powder coating business or it might be a colleague. And there's nothing wrong with sharing with your spouse, by the way. I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I know but, what you're saying, but yeah. Um, it, sometimes just having, having that gap uh, can be a good thing. And then for yourself, it's really important to have a journal where, which is your private more of your private kind of side of things, like what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and things like that. Um, and that's something you can always share as well, but you may choose not to. Um, but does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Okay. Are you gonna so be my are you gonna be my partner? <laughs> yeah. My my accountability partner yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. Going on. I can't share with Ross. <laughs> <laughs> So, so then I think that's a great, I think that's, that is key to me, actually, just to kind of roll it back for a second is, is it's sometimes, I mean, it's easy to share it with your husband or your spouse or your wife or whatever, but um, I, I don't know if he would, I don't necessarily think he would keep me accountable because he's got his own problems to solve and that, you know, and, and he's got his own, you know, kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know. I've never had to journal. So maybe, um, what would I be writing down in the journal? I guess is, you know, I <laughs> well, know that yeah. sounds really, no, silly, no, it's a, it, it, I, I think that's a great question. And as we go through this, it'll be, it'll become, it'll become clearer and what to write and how to write. So okay. it's a fantastic question, uh, to ask now. I'm just going to stick with the, we, we've got, we're, we're looking at, uh, we're going to do a 90-day plan. So we've got our goal. We're going to do a 90-day plan. And then what you do is reverse engineer it. So there needs to be a little bit of a like, whoa, a little bit of excitement about it, but a stretch as well, if that makes sense. And then reverse engineer it back. So in 60 days' time, um, if I was on day 60, what would actually it look like? Where would I have got it? Where do I think I should be at on day 60? And then bring it back to day 30. Okay, so where do I think I should be at on day 30? Does that make sense? Yep. Yes. And then, so that's what you're going to do. And then you would share that with your accountability partner, as you call it, Kim. I think that's a great word. And that your accountability partner relationship may be something that you do it's up to you and your and, and your partner how you would do that, whether it's once a week, once a fortnight, whatever you would do. And you set a time of, hey, we're going to talk for 15 minutes each. So it's not like this thing, we're going to be on the phone for two hours. It's 15 minutes each. You say your bit, I say my bit, and, and that's it. If you want to stay on the phone for longer, that's a separate thing. But there's not this thing of, oh, my God, I've now got to talk to this. I'm really busy and I don't really want to – um, spend an hour on the phone. So does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've got we've got our 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 goal. We've got we've re-engineered from 90 days back to day one. And then we want to introduce uh, what we call a success habit. And a success habit is this is you've got a, a few questions you would ask yourself every morning. So the first question is uh, what is my dream? And that could be your goal or it could be something, but that could be your private thing, Kim, and this is where you're writing this in your journal. And you're going to ask yourself this every day. It doesn't You don't have to spend a lot of time in it. The fact that you even ask the question, and some days you may not even, even write it down, but even the fact of asking the question, you're already moving the, the needle of your mind in a certain direction, yeah? So mm -hmm. what is my dream? And then the next question is, what can I do today to bring me closer to the goal? What is one thing I can do today to bring me closer to the goal? And that could be a very simple thing or it could be a very big thing. But it's just, what can I do today? And really what you're doing by asking the question is you're training your mind. You're training your mind to kind of, hey, because your mind is, is, is you know, it's just like a, a ship on the ocean. It'll go wherever you point it, I guess. You point it north, it'll go north. You point it south, it'll go south. So what can I do today to bring me closer to the goal? And then the next thing is, um, 
How will I feel inside when I achieve it? So my client that when when he talked about that, like and it was again, it was how he wanted to feel is what was important. It wasn't really about the 20 kilos or 20 pounds. It was actually about, hey, I want to feel that my wife finds me attractive again. I want to feel I find myself attractive again. That's what he wanted to feel. So it's, it's just moving into how you will feel after uh, if it's, you know, you, we want to sell so many products this year. How will in that 90 days, for example, how will I feel? How will I feel if, if our profitability has gone up 10% in that 90 days? How will that actually make me feel? And it's getting into that feeling that is so critical to making this actually happening. Yeah. And then the other question is, uh, what am I grateful for? We kind of touched on this earlier about our health, but also what else am I grateful for? And it could be as simple as I'm grateful for I have a nice car. I'm grateful for um, my, my pet dog. I'm grateful for my family. Whatever it is personally for you. And it may not at all be what you think it is. So it's actually, it's just spending the time to ask the question. Now, I'll also say this. There will be uh, people in the audience here go, right now, the way the week I've had and the month I've had and the quarter I've had, I don't feel grateful for anything. And we've all been there. It's like, and I've been to these conferences and things and, and I hear coaches talk about, what am I grateful for? And when you're in that mood, it's like, I'd be grateful if somebody trotted you for asking the question. It's, it's so... And that's actually in itself is an indication of where your mindset might be at. But another way of asking the question to move your mind again is you could ask the question this way is, what could I be grateful for? Okay. So it, it's almost like you're, you're, for the want of a better word, you're actually pretending. And sometimes we, we hear that thing is, i got to fake it till I make it. So <laughs> change the question to what could I be grateful for? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And I this like exercise, that one better for yeah, me. And, and I, I get it. I get it. And I've been there plenty of times that, you know, um, yeah. Sometimes I just get a blank, you know, what am I great? I mean, of course, yeah. we're grateful for everything, but like, it's not, it's sort of like a very expansive question. But when you say what could, it kind of prompts you to think of things. Yeah, indeed. And look, I'll also say, Kim, uh, there have been plenty of times in my life and not, and not that long ago. Uh, in fact, before when I, when I sold my business a couple of years ago, I was at that place where I thought, I just can't do this anymore. It's like, and if I ask that question, I go, well, my grandfather, I got nothing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I should be grateful for my family and I should be grateful for my dog and I should be grateful for this. But yeah, nothing. There's nothing happening here. Until I, I answered the question of who am I? And when I answered that question, and that took a while, that's when things started to change for me. And I remember when I did that question over and over and over again, and I finally got it. And I also then did the second question is, what do I want as in my purpose? And these are, these, these are topics for another day, by the way. Um, and when I connected with that, I remember I was cycling my bike one day and I had just this overwhelming kind of um, energy come up through my body. It was like, this is awesome. Like there was, I, there was just life was just really good. And I went, oh, that's what they're talking about. That's what they mean when you say you're grateful. What are you grateful for? Um, so it's those two questions can actually help with reconnecting us with, with, with that question, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. And you're connecting the mind and the body and the goal, right. You know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you're connecting it all together. You know, it's hard for us to be separated from our business as business owners. You know, we work so hard to create this entity and it is, it's its own entity at this point. I mean, the phone will continue to ring whether I answer it or not, you know, at this point. Right. And I'm not answering it right now. It's on TNT, 
but um, you know, so like, you know, that's something I have to realize, especially when I'm trying to build the team right now with having my daughter here a couple days a week, you know, I haven't written a lot of processes down, but, you know, I just kind of have these internal systems that I do when I'm working here at the desk, answering how to answer the phone, how to do this, how to do a quote, how to do send, you know, uh, send an invoice, whatever those day-to-day little things, right? The goal for me this year is to get away from this desk um, as much as I can, (laughs) you know, by having her here or having Ross fill in so that I can work on this other business uh, idea. How about you, Benny? Any stirring up any emotion or um, goal setting for you? Yeah, we went to a, I went to one of my friend's car shows the other day. Like this, I'll say, like the first week back to work, just mentally I'm like, don't want to be yeah, don't want to deal with customers. Just general, don't want to deal with anyone in general in in the population. But anyway, <laughs> went the weekend to this, and it's like it's sort of like changed. I don't know, like I had a sort of a vision for the future. Like I've, I've thought of it before, but like wouldn't want like a different way, like have a powder coating shop, a paint shop, a wrap shop, glass and everything in the one place like an auto sell on. You know, you don't really get that. Like all different, like four-wheel drive stuff and like Jap- like Japanese cars, every type of car like that. You know, it's like yeah. something to work towards, like a refresher. And me and my dad, he's about, he'll retire next year, probably this year or start of next year. So it's really me and my brother. And this is like sort of a, hey, we want to continue on in the future. Like how to build, keep growing. You know, do you think maybe, yeah, do you think maybe sometimes it's, you get like that because you're not challenged anymore and maybe this is now going to challenge you you need that challenge in front of you right to maybe expand services that's right it would be yeah. good okay like you don't i've never really seen a shop like that it, well certainly in australia there's nothing like that like yeah i know there's a there's a few guys like there's a guy in chicago crown customs um yeah. paul moreno everybody knows crown customs and they he he does that you know, I don't know if he does it all, but like I know he does the tires and the rims and the, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, sometimes when you're like an overachiever, you know, um, you have to constantly challenge yourself. And that when you're not challenged and you, you start to, it's almost like not being challenged enough can lead to burnout just as much or lack of motivation, right? You know? Yeah. And destruction. Yeah. So um, maybe you just need a new challenge. Yeah. So the, the, okay. that was the morning questions, right? Oh, okay. And then at the end of the day, you got two questions or three questions. Okay. And then li- literally, you could be doing this on the drive home from work. Is what did I learn today? And just uh, make a note. You might have learned something very simple. It may have been just a simple thing that you've learned. It might have been a big thing that you learned. Uh, the question is, if you didn't learn that, if the answer is I didn't learn anything today, then you got to got to be a question mark. Well, what were you doing all day? <laughs> is a question. So, but what did I learn today? And then to add to that is, how can I be smarter tomorrow? So, okay, I, I, this is what I learned today. I, and for example, just going to work on what you said there, Kim, is that what I realize is that I don't have a process for answering the phone to pass on to somebody. That's what I learned today. So how can I be smarter tomorrow? Well, I'm just going to create one. No matter how um, ordinary the process you create, at least you've started. And that that would be a very small example. Um, The next question then is the final question on that is, who can help me on my journey? And that is probably the, the biggest question of all of this if you're in business, is who can help me? And I've mentioned it earlier, who can help me on my journey? And just try and answer that question. 
it's and be be open to it because you may be surprised. So, for example, um, I just go. I'm just going to work with what Benny said is just opening up that workshop, and then you mentioned some guy in in I think it was Chicago. So okay, so <clears throat> if Benny gave him a phone call to go, hey, how did you do this? Like, w- would you do it again? Do you think it was worthwhile? Uh, he may go, no, and I tell you, this is why I wouldn't do it again. Or, hey, this was the best thing I ever did, and these are the reasons why I did it. Now, the challenge for Benny is, and I'm not saying you, Benny, but I'm just in, in but you may go, nah, I don't really feel like calling a stranger and having a conversation with him about this. He may say no. He may tell me to bugger off. And you know what? He might. And so what? You find the next person that's done it. Yeah, I think that it's been like that for us in the powder coating industry online in the forums or the groups and stuff there aren't very many of us out there doing that but um but i mean if i had a legitimate question they wouldn't help me answer it or give me whatever they could uh and stuff like that you know um uh you know maybe it is a you know maybe girls are kind of more okay to ask questions, you know, ask, go, you know, maybe it is a kind of a harder thing for guys. I don't know to ask for a mentor or ask somebody to help. I know that the guy that we're working with now, um, the business developer consultant guy, um, you know, he's been retired for a couple of years, uh, but he was looking for, and I actually found him on Facebook in one of the groups and, um, it just, we struck up a conversation and next thing I know, I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is the guy that I've been praying for, you know, to kind of help us uh, fill in the gaps that I just don't have right now, you know, and um, uh, it, we've hit it off, it, him and I, and it's, it's been real positive. Uh, but he also, you know, was looking to give back too, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, we're every day, we're kind of he, he's been very good at being accountable for me, you know, to, to, to kind of lead me. I know where I need to go, but sometimes you get kind of buggered up in the details of the day-to-day stuff. And you go, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow, you know, instead of the 90-day plan like you're suggesting, right? We're having the accountable person like Benny to rely, you know, to rely on or work team, team tag each other, you know, on being accountable. And that's why I said just pick one goal as well. And the, the goal needs to stretch you, but just pick one. If you try too many goals, it just becomes a bit too complicated and, um, yeah, and, and easy to give up on. Maybe so, the goal for you, Benny, is just to, to – the goal is just to think through what your business would look like if you had all these other services. It's not yeah. necessarily go out and launch the business, but just to think through – what the goal is for you would be just to say, okay, what would it look like? You know, could, could we pull this off? A good dream. Yeah. One day. I One think you guys could do it. I mean, yeah. you got the social media thing. The brand is really nice, you know? Yeah. Got to step it up this year. More video stuff we're going for. Yeah. Definitely the right. reels and stuff. But yeah. thank you so much, Ben and Jerry. Fresh baked. That's the name of the show. Ben and Jerry Fresh Baked. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And it's not easy. We've talked, you know, it, you know, um, the length of the show is a little longer than we usually do, but there's there's a lot to know when you're goal setting and there's a lot to consider. So I certainly do appreciate. Uh, our listeners and watchers out there kind of um, coming through for us to listen and, and, you know, come to the end of this episode, because I think we have some really valuable uh, gems in here that we've talked about. And I, I think that's why I wanted you on the show to begin with um, Jerry was because you have a way of explaining things that just, you know, sometimes you go to these goal setting things where it's, I don't know. It's like their program they're selling you and all of that. And it doesn't need to be that complicated or that detailed. It just needs to be asking yourself very simple questions like we did today. Indeed. Awesome. Indeed. Well, um, let's see. Pleasure. We, got, 
Yeah. And so let's, uh, you guys have some um, Instagrams out there. If you want to contact Jerry, um, it's uh, at, he's on Instagram at Jared, Jared McCarthy one. And Benny's at SS powder coating QLD for Queensland. Uh, and what's the name of your website, uh, Jerry? Uh, my website is called decide to be you.com.au. Okay, great. We'll make sure to put that in a link in the description um, on YouTube and the podcast. And how about you? What's your website, Benny? Uh, what is my podcast today? Maybe that could be a goal. Remember my website. <laughs> That's okay. Ross doesn't know our phone number here at the shop. He's like, what's the number? Most of the people talk messenger anyway or Instagram message. Yeah, Instagram at SS Powder Coating QLD. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you so much. Great to meet you both in, uh, and live. <laughs> hey, mate. I'll check it out, Jared. Very good, mate. Very good.